Super Talk Mississippi media production. Or free record on my count. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, roll A, fade up on A. Southern Miss to the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. Hey, happy Friday, everybody, and welcome to the Friday edition of the Eagle Hour. Bob Getty at the First Bank Studio in Hattiesburg. Luke Johnson live this afternoon at 4th Street Bar and Grill as the Eagle Hour is back on the road. We're going to be going down to 4th Street, uh, talking to Slade, some of the guys down there, uh, as we get ready for a two-lane football weekend, and uh, we're glad you're with us on the Eagle Hour this afternoon. We can think of nobody better to bring on our show to kick off this two-lane weekend than the great number 10, Reggie Collier, a great friend of the show, my view, the greatest Southern Miss player ever. Reggie Collier, uh, you played against Tulane four times in your career. You were telling me before the uh, show started that they were tough physical football games between the Golden Eagles and the Green Wave. What do you remember most about those games? Uh, that's that's it. It was that especially my my first two years. They were close, competitive games. Tulane had uh, enormous talent, and you know it's what I I kind of repeat, keep repeating myself about Tulane. Tulane was one of the hardest hitting teams I had ever played against. And uh, you take a quick story. I remember we were playing them. I think it was my junior, junior. Yeah, it was my junior year. I was kind of running. And I kind of got caught in between the hashes, and I took a lick. And I, I ain't no doubt about, ain't no doubt in my mind, I had a concussion. I got up and got in the wrong huddle. <laughs> I got up and went to their huddle instead of going to my huddle. And of course, they came and got me and set out maybe a play or so and saying, "You all right?" And of course, I said, "I said to myself, yeah, I'm all right." And uh, was just indicative of of, of uh, how hard they used to come after you. I mean. It didn't matter myself, Sammy, Richard. I mean, those boys were—they used to bring it. They used to bring it every single play. Well, you know, Reggie, the schools are so close, just about eighty miles apart, and uh, we we played them in everything uh, through the years. I, I'm going to guess that uh, when you played Tulane, there was a little more of an edge than maybe some of the other games you played in. Well, I mean, if you think back and you look back at our schedule, the schedule that we had. We had a very competitive schedule. We played Ole Miss State, Alabama, Auburn, Tulane, Louisville, Memphis, East Carolina. I mean, we had we had a pretty good schedule. So, and of course, when you look at your schedule before the season starts, there's certain games you look forward to. And you know, during my four years here at Southern Miss, the more we played Tulane, the bigger that game got. Mm-hmm. Uh, because those first two games were pretty intense. I mean, we lost the first game on a controversial midfield goal on our part here in Hattiesburg, and it's like I was saying earlier. Then when we went down to Tulane that that next year, played them in the dome. Uh, we kind of we won that game on what they would say was a controversial two point uh, conversion that we uh, we attempted and made. Uh, so it was. It was something else. I mean, I always enjoyed playing Tulane. It was always definitely a challenge. 
All right. Uh, Luke Johnson's at 4th Street Bar and Grill. Get in the conversation here, Luke. Yeah, Bob, I'll nag you a little later, but I just ate your catfish because it's Friday here at 4th Street Bar and Grill, but I'll, but I'll get to that later. Um, Reggie, stepping into a rivalry, for, for Southern Miss history buffs, the 79 game was actually the first game Southern Miss had ever played Tulane. So you got in on you know the first four games of, of all time. As, as you then started for them, or started in that game for Southern Miss the next three years, uh, what did that mean kind of when you look back at, at those type of games, when you look back over the whole scope of your career? Because you beat Ole Miss and, and Mississippi State a bunch. But the very fact that Tulane, you know, it was just two hours down the road, you took care of them too. Yeah. I mean, it, it sounded it sounded like it was pretty simple, but it was far from it. Uh, <laughs> you know, because like I said earlier, those guys were, were pretty good. They were coached by Larry Smith, who later went on to coach at USC. Uh, they had a Tremendous quarterback, uh, Rock Hunter and Mickey Hall. I mean, especially my first two years. And, you know, that Tulane series when I was a sophomore was the first time that we had ever been on TV. And the first time Southern Miss had ever been on TV, period. And first game of the year. So it, 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 Tulane has always had a special place as far as I'm concerned playing against them uh, because of that back in the day. That was the first game I had ever started uh, as a collegiate player was against Tulane. Um, but I'll tell you what, it was, it was great. It was great for us. It was great for the atmosphere. It was great for the fans because of the close proximity of the schools. Um, you know, the fans could go down and make a weekend out of it. Uh, the yeah. So, you know, we had a great time playing against them. Our fans had a great time uh, attending those games, and and we, uh, we you know, we we put on the show. Uh, when I say we, us and Tulane, we put on the show. So it was it was it was, uh, it was great memories when it, when it comes to Tulane. 27 games have passed since you played your last one, the 32nd edition for now called the Battle of the Bell Stars tomorrow. A lot of, a lot of interesting matchups here. Keon Howard comes back. And, and, Reggie, I was shooting the bull yesterday with somebody. I think I told Kelly and Bob this. I don't remember another time possibly where a former Southern Miss quarterback, you know, you know, in the age of the transfer, I guess it could happen a lot quicker going forward. But pretty unique that a former Southern Miss quarterback comes back to the Rock to play his senior game. And then Jack Abraham, Southern Miss senior quarterback. I mean, just a lot of storylines going into this one. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and, and like I said before, you know, Tulane, I mean, it's, it couldn't happen at a better time. I mean, you, you got all these going on. You got that excellent Senate going on as a as a, as an alumni, former player. You know, it brings back a lot of memories uh, in reference to the Tulane game. So, you know, what more could you ask for? You know, as a player, you got a former player coming back trying to beat you. And of course, you're going to do whatever you can to prevent that from happening. Rams playing in his last his last year. Renewed rivalry between Southern Miss and Tulane. Both teams need a win, so it's going to be uh, it's going to be interesting. I'm, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing it. So, Reggie, you told me one time that the toughest physical game you ever played in was against McNeese State. You've also 
told us here this afternoon how physical those games were against Tulane. What is it about? Uh, what was it about those boys from Louisiana that uh, put up such a fight every time you played them? Man, I don't know what it is. Whether it's the gumbo, uh, whatever it is, <laughs> the shrimp that you say, whatever they do down there. But I'm telling you, they used to. I mean, the game was physical anyway compared to today's standards. And those boys, I mean, they, it was just it was just a game. If you know when you came in, and you you had to be prepared for mentally to. Uh, that it was going to be a hard-hitting game, and it was not going to be given to you. You got it. You had to earn it. Right. All right. You've watched the Golden Eagles like we have the first two games, 0-2. What, what did you think, Reggie Collier, they have to do differently tomorrow in order to uh, get in the win column? Well, they just have to take advantage of the opportunities that present them, take advantage of the opportunities that are presented to them, and, you know, just be prepared mentally, you know. This game we play is just as mental as it is physical. So not to say what they're doing wrong or what they're doing right. I'm not in a position to do that. But I think at some point things will turn around for them. Uh, I can't think of a better time for that for that to happen than right now. Right. All right, Reggie, I know you got some stuff to do this afternoon. We sure appreciate you coming on the Eagle Hour. You've been a great friend of the show, and uh, we look forward to having you on again real soon, Tim. All right, my man. Thank you. Thanks for having me. All right, man. Reggie Thanks, Collier, Reggie. the great Reggie Collier, number two. I got to tell you something, Luke. I was uh, this this morning after Reggie and I talked, I, I got on uh, YouTube and looked at that video, the perfect 10. I looked at the highlights of the uh, win over Bear Bryant when Reggie was quarterbacking uh, the Florida State game. Man, I, I got to tell you, dude, I, there may have never been a better college quarterback than Reggie Collier. He was ahead of his time. I mean, he was a maverick and first uh, NCAA quarterback to throw and rush for 1,000 yards in the same season. You think about the, the type of numbers, and he's told us before, he's like, oh, I don't even think about that. I was, I was there for my time. But you think about what he would have done in some of these spread offenses today. And when people think of Reggie first, you know, they think of him as a runner. You need to go back, uh, not you, but people need to go back and watch what type of cannon he had. Right. On, on his right shoulder because he could flat out throw the football and throw it well on the run. And who knows in this day and age, I mean, you're talking, he did finish, you know, in, in uh, Heisman votes, and he would have surely had a really good chance to win it in these days. But so thankful that he was one of those foundation guys that put Southern Miss on the map. And can we say fast, Reggie Collier was fast. All right, Luke is at 4th Street Bar and Grill. We're so happy to be back down there with Slade and that gang. Great place to have lunch, great place to hang out before and after the game. Just a great place to be. Luke and Slade on the Eagle Hour when we come back. To the top. To the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. 
Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Friday edition of the Eagle Hour. Bob Getty at the First Bank Studio in Hattiesburg. Luke at 4th Street Bar and Grill. Kelly Sander coming up in just a few moments. Our thanks to the Perfect Ten, Reggie Collier. What a great friend of the show and what a great iconic figure in Southern Miss football history. And uh, we always appreciate our time and enjoy our time uh, with the great Reggie Collier. This segment is sponsored by Campus Bookmart and CampusBookmart.net. It's a great place to buy your Southern Miss apparel. Something for your car, something for your house. They're open uh, six days a week, I believe now, uh, back on Hardy Street across the street from the campus and, of course, at campusbookmart.net. I'll tell you what else we're very happy about on the Eagle Hour. That's to be back at 4th Street Bar and Grill. Slade is just one of our best friends, and 4th Street is clearly one of our favorite places. And, Slade, it is good to hear your voice, man, and good to hear your restaurant uh, back up and running again. Man, we... I just was telling Luke off the air that thank goodness y'all are back. That's that shows us like we're getting back to some type of normalcy around here. So it's happy to have y'all back. We always, you know, support y'all, but it's good to see y'all's faces again. At least, you know, this this feels somewhat normal once again. Good. Well, did Luke show any remorse at all that I wasn't there to eat catfish when he was uh, stuffing it down? Like? Not at all. Um, matter of fact, Kelly, you and Kelly not being here probably just saved me another hundred bucks on my tab that I wanted to grab for y'all. Especially Kelly. Right? Hey, Bob, it, it was it was good. I got four or five pieces of catfish. They were cooked perfectly. Fries, hush puppies, and the coleslaw was excellent today. And I have no doubt. We were here. Todd Elsey asked me, he said, what are you getting? And I was debating back and forth a couple of things. But Slate, I specifically said, I want catfish today because I want to give it to Bob Getty on air. <laughs> right. And they ordered the same amount, Bob. They just didn't tell me y'all were coming. So I they see. ate the same amount. I see. So. so he ate my share, too, is what you're saying, Slate. Him, right? and, him and Todd tore it up. They, they've, right. got, they've got to-go boxes stacked up over there. I'm sure. No, they're they're uh, shameless. I know. I know. Well, <laughs> well football's back, Slate, and I know that uh, – to have the Golden Eagles playing at home is good for your business. And uh, how, how are things going? Let our listeners know what all you got going at Fourth Street. Well, you know, like everybody, like any business in America, Hattiesburg, wherever you are, uh, we've uh, we've it's been a tough go. But the some of the restrictions have loosened up just a tad bit. We've, we're back to seventy five percent capacity. We're still closing. You know, at, depending on the government's orders each week or week to week, uh, right now we're at midnight. But uh, it just feels good just to see familiar faces and people just coming in and hanging out and enjoying themselves. Of course, you know, practicing social distancing of, of such and just being able to watch a game and have fellowship with our client with our clientele again. Bob, it's uh, it's it's big day tomorrow and Slade talk about this I mean no you, you can't tailgate on on uh, on campus tomorrow correct but it's a 130 kick man and so if people want to grab pregame meal and you guys are or you know the the games can be is going to be here and it's kind of like come to fourth street at the same time we got to practice distancing right. too but you you're you've been working on that for quite a while but it is a big day tomorrow with Tulane coming into the rock absolutely and that's going to be a tough game I, I heard uh, Bob and Reggie talking about those guys come to scrap every time, but uh, here we'll uh, we we downloaded the app that it's supposed to be on, so we're going to do everything in our power to get it on. We've we've got that we've we've already checked it to make sure it's going to work. So hopefully we'll have the game on. If you can't make it to the Rock, naturally we support everybody going to the Rock, giving USM your support. But if you if you can't make it, then we'll we'll have it on up here at Fourth Street. 
you can come by and get, uh, well, even without tailgating, you still may be having uh, your own tailgates at your house or whatever. So call in an order. We'll, we'll get some wing platters up or whatever you want to help help your day go better too. So, But uh, definitely stop by and see us tomorrow, Sunday, Monday, whenever. I mean, we're back open for business and ready to roll. And it's kind of like the, the way that everything's working right now. Everything's rotating around football. And, and I think you and I were mentioning this uh, off air just a little bit. With football coming back and with people going to a game tonight and then football on the rock tomorrow, Monday night football, um, Saints really blew it this past weekend. But, <laughs> right. but you know, with Sunday night football, with Monday night football, there there seems to be creeping back a little sense of normalcy. And so the ability for people to come into 4th Street really all weekend and, and take part of what's going on with, with football season. That's right. And uh, like I say, well, starting tonight, we'll have the Oak Grove game streaming. If you're a foot, uh, you know, just a high school football fan then tomorrow of course this game and then some of the other conferences start their their big weeks tomorrow but um sunday sunday night saints game you know hopefully uh breeze and company you can can do something you know michael thomas isn't isn't there so uh, hopefully breeze can figure something out this next game but We'll have a drink special Sunday night and uh, some food specials Sunday night and Monday night. And then a big Monday night game Man, for people to come in. That's going to be a good one. The Ravens and KC. That's going to be a scrap right there for sure. But um, and we're bringing back our chili dog specials hmm. uh, uh, Monday night. So um, we'll have uh, we'll have chili dogs and cold draft beer, whatever you want. So um. Definitely come come see us and enjoy the games with us. And inside pool tables, foosball table. Um, Kelly Center brags about how he's like the permanent intercontinental <laughs> trivia question. He said basically he's so old he knows all the questions, so he disqualifies himself every time. <laughs> right. But trivia night too here at Fourth Street. Well, we we put that on a momentary pause just uh, for the the social distancing aspect. When uh, we're we've got something in the works of bringing it back now that we're back to seventy five percent. It's just. Uh, we have to make sure that everybody can spread out when it, the the proper way to do trivia when we do it. So we've we've adjusted accordingly, you know, playing by the rules, uh, both the local rules and the state rules. So there's certain things we have to adhere to, and we're going to, and you know, to, to get through this thing safely. I've never counted, but how many TVs are in both of the rooms here? Uh, over twenty. So. <laughs> So you're welcome, Comcast. <laughs> you gotta have like boxes to each one. Of yeah, they are. They are welcome very much. Before pool tables, foosball table. What else is going on? You guys always got stuff coming on. What's uh, tell us some about the lunch? I pump it every single day. I'm going to the Facebook page to see about what's on. What's been cooking on the lunch special this week? Well, uh, so in this, and I'm gonna put throw this in there. So our other bar, our sister bar out there, Sideline Sports Cafe. We have daily lunch specials here at 4th Street and Sidelines. Um, Mondays, we kind of do a, a, you know, just a chef's choice. It might be anything from spaghetti to whatever, uh, you know, tuna steak, anything like that. But um, Tuesdays through Fridays are pretty set. We have a hamburger steak day, a country fried steak day. A Thursday is a pork chop day, which is, that's a favorite at both places. Um, yes. That's, that's uh, we sell out of those most, not, most weeks by 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 the nighttime crew gets here, we've normally sold out, so that's a good thing. But um, outside lines, we you know once again we haven't started back with music yet, but we're steadily got games on out there as well. So we got big screens out there at both places. You can come in, be comfortable, and 
not be crowded upon if that's your thing. So. And you never know who's going to swing by. Oh, you know, I had a, a conversation with uh, Coach Jay Ladner. He loves this place. And, man, you know, it's football season. I'm so thankful football's here. But, man, you know, I just told him, I said, dude, I'm I'm ready for basketball right? season. And the, what the, the talent that the Golden Eagles have coming in here, and I know he's always in here and people um, like seeing him, but there's a lot of excitement about Coach Ladner's team this year. He, hey, they've got some good recruits. They've got the greenhouse looking be- as good as it has in years. Ladner comes in here and eats and brings his his crew and uh, his assistant coaches come. They all love the place and you know they and we've started seeing either the the other night several different football coaches came in after I guess their practice or their meeting had never been here and they couldn't believe they hadn't been here and this were this that close to them and you know they weren't boozing it up or anything. They came by to eat and all of a sudden they saw all the memorabilia here and realized that. We'll be back. Talk, talk about that just for a second. You told us one of the early times, but so, I mean, I'm just going through here, and I'm looking at games that I played in. I played in the Nebraska game that's up here on the wall. All the memorabilia, just so much has come in over the years. Yeah, and a lot of it was we inherited when we when we took over the business, bought the business, and then other things that we have found or there's been people come through like Dozier and uh, just different people that see stuff on the wall. And they would feel like they'd want to be part of it. And they'll donate a jersey. Like, um, I just got a McNair autographed jersey donated wow. to me. It's at the trophy, spo- uh, trophy shop right now getting a nameplate. But it was an autographed McNair, and they said it was just sitting in a closet. Hmm. So wow. they wanted to bring in bring it in here. So we're going to make a, a plaque for it to say, hey, this was donated by. Bob, so, Bob I would donate a Luke Johnson jersey to 4th Street, but... I'm gonna wait till Ray gets one first. Right, Ray's got to have one in here before Johnson gets in here. All right, Slade, have you still got that yeah, we, uh, NIT poster down there? That's our favorite bit of trivia. That is, that's a good one for sure. That's no question. I've been seeing Coach Ladner been posting here lately about some of those years, and you know, just uh, that, that was that was fun back then. That's I was I was coming over to see my father every other weekend back in those days, and. That's the greenhouse was rocking, but Ladner's going to no get question. it back there, man. Y'all watch. All right, Slade, we're so happy to be well, back my- down there with you, man, and uh, we're going to bring you back in the in the fourth segment. And uh, come on back, and you can do the picks with me and Luke. Is that cool? Yeah, I'll do that. All right. More from Fourth Street Bar and Grill. Kelly Sander joins us next. Lots more to stay tuned for. We hope you'll stay with us halfway through the Friday edition of the Eagle Hour on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back to the Eagle Hour. On this Friday, Bob Getty in the First Bank Studio in 
Hattiesburg. Luke Johnson here live at 4th Street Bar and Grill, and they are the sponsor every day of the third segment of the Eagle Hour, home of the 895 lunch. I just experienced it myself, still sipping on some sweet tea, and I had catfish, fries, hush puppies, and some excellent coleslaw. <clears throat> you heard Slade White, um, the owner here, just a few minutes ago. Thursday's pork chop day. Wednesday is a country fried steak day. Tuesday, a lot of times, hamburger steak day. They're open um, for business, they're open for you to come watch football games, and uh, so Southern Miss will be here tomorrow. So you can, if you can't get in the Rock, you can't tailgate. Come here and get your tailgate on at Four Street Bar and Grill. Proud sponsor of the Eagle Hour. Kelly Sander joins us, and uh, Kelly. Uh, before we get into s- some more news, you look at this ball game, Southern Miss in their 32nd appearance against Tulane. Um, and, and I was telling I was telling y'all during the break, I wanted our listeners to hear this. Of course, it's the battle for the bell. Southern Miss has won nine out of the last 11 games um, since 2000. And there was actually, uh, I was told that the previous owners were approached by someone in the athletic department because they were doing some renovations in, in the, the Duff Center. And so it's... <laughs> So they they brought the bell, which is half Southern Miss, half Tulane, and they initially said, "Hey, we we know you, and you like Southern Miss. Would you display this for a couple months?" And they said, "Sure." Well, it stayed over here, guys, for three years. <laughs> the bell stayed here for three years, and so I guess that's good because that means that Southern Miss won the game every year, and and they didn't need it back. But Kelly, you know. You've covered Southern Miss for for a long time. This is always a special game, even though Eagles historically have dominated the series. This year, Tulane looks to be a little better in the team, uh, in the, in the two teams. But nonetheless, it's a big game. It is, and for recruiting recruiting battles now, and now more than ever, because you've got the offensive coordinator Tulane, Will Hall, whose dad, of course, is the Hall of Fame coach Bobby Hall, who coached high school football in Mississippi for a long time. So, Will Hall recruiting. Mississippi and a lot of the same kids that Southern Miss and Tulane might be battling over. You know, those kids are going to be watching this game. You know, with with particular uh, keen interest. And then throw in <clears throat> throw Deion Sanders into the mix too up at Jackson State. It's really going to make the recruiting wars uh, significant. And you know, Tulane coached by Willie Fritz, who at one time was considered a, a prime candidate for the head coaching position at Southern Miss back when when the hat Larry Fedora got hired, but everywhere Willie Fritz has gone, you know, started at Stephen F. Austin in the Southland, then went over to Statesboro, Georgia, and continued the winning traditions at, uh, at Georgia Southern that uh, the great Burke Russell started over there, and now is, is, is turning to lane around. So everywhere Willie Fritz goes, he's been a successful coach. This would be a, a big win for the Eagles, and, you know, like I said, a little bit slippery uh, point spread and three, three and a half is all that Tulane is favored. And most people are going, mm, I think Tulane should probably be favored more than that. But um, let's hope that, uh, that the Eagles can, can pull out a, a Why big is win. that, Kelly? Why is it such a, a close spread? Yeah. I don't know, honestly, because when you look at it, Tulane had a big uh, lead over Navy and really dominated Navy um, you know, last week, only to come back and, and lose it at the end. Um, and Tulane, I think the, the Wave won their first game, right? So uh, is this yeah. the third game? Yes, yeah, anyway, third game. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, and, and the Eagles have just had nothing but, but bad luck. So I, I just I wish I could put my finger on it, but um, it's sometimes people say if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. 
which leads me to believe that Southern's going to have a good game tomorrow, and I, I hope that's the case. Well, we hope so. Kelly, last night I watched a little bit of UAB in South Alabama. The Blazers uh, won that game fairly easily. Yeah. Safe to say right now that uh, you'd have to say Marshall, UAB, and we haven't said this in a long time, but San Antonio may be the three best teams in the league at this point in the year. Yeah, and what's concerning, of course, is that San Antonio and UAB are on the Golden Eagle side of the ledger. I mean, again, all things being equal and where we stand today, I think the Eagles will probably only be favored on their side of the ledger against uh, UTEP and Rice, which, you know, and North Texas might be a toss-up. But I'm not even sure that the North Texas game is going to be played next week because North Texas and Houston, one of the two Conference USA uh, competitive games tomorrow that is canceled because of the outbreak of COVID with North Texas. And, of course, the other one is South Florida and FAU. That game will not be played because of covid on the high school ledger tonight across the state, Sacred Heart, the uh, uh, parochial school out of Hattiesburg, they've had to cancel their game because of COVID. And on the Gulf Coast, the Goche Gators and the Long Beach Bearcats will not play tonight. In fact, the entire Long Beach team uh, is being reported by the Sun-Herald. The entire Long Beach team now is on quarantine after a significant outbreak on on that uh, on that front. And, you know, you talk to some healthcare professionals who are also – Sports fans, they say realistically, you know, uh, with a vac- vaccine or not, that this virus is really not going to go away. They don't, they don't expect things to be completely normal in the sports world until fall of 2021. Wow. Well, you know, Florida Atlantic is yet to play a game, and then their game gets canceled this week. So they're going to be three weeks into the season, and they haven't played a single game because of COVID-19. You know, and that's tough. That's really tough to, to get untracked. But, you know, Obviously, it didn't stop Louisiana Tech. I mean, it took every single game of the of every single play of the game for La Tech to win that game uh, last week. But um, it can happen. But yeah, you know they're chomping at the bit to get out there and get somebody else other than their teammates. I'm gonna throw this out to both of you guys. We did that really, I, I thought, insightful interview yesterday uh, with the uh, uh, the national sports writer who had uh, put the publication out regarding the status of Southern Miss football and comparing it to the old days and what he thought had happened. And one of the, the main points he made was you have to invest. You have to invest in facilities. You have to invest in marketing. You have to. You can't ignore the program. And going back to that UAB game, they're playing that game last night in uh, South Alabama, and I was stunned at what a nice football stadium the Jaguars have. Is that an example, guys, of what he's talking about, uh, schools like South Alabama investing in their football program? Well for, well, for sure, but you have to remember the type of alumni that South Alabama's cranking out, mostly healthcare workers and mm-hmm. doctors and nurses and, and people who... Yeah, I'm paying for that con- tuition right now, that nurse practitioner tuition. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and again, when, when, those, when those people come out and become nurse practitioners and become surgeons, uh, those are what you call, you know, well-compensated, you know, workers who, who tend to, you know, similar could be said about Ole Miss. You know, when they're cranking out doctors and lawyers, um, you know, and, and Southern Miss has always been the, the teacher college, you know, the very much a blue collar. So what I'm saying, there's a lot more expendable income for graduates across the board at South Alabama than there are at Southern Miss. But the point is, is taken. I think the Eagles have done what they can to, to reinvest the new floor at Reed Green Coliseum. You know, they closed in the end of the stadium, you know, with the, with the suites. I think they're doing what they can, but it all comes down to money. All right. 
All right, guys, this, and, I'm and getting this question. I, I, think, I think some people, Bob, real Go quick, ahead. I think yeah. some people don't realize that the football locker room has been completely overhauled in the last two years. Yeah. I mean, you look at what it was when I was there, it was nice comparatively, but, I mean, it's it's ridiculous now. The, one of the biggest things they need to do, some, someone needs to step up, and we need an indoor facility. I mean, you know, when our indoor facility de facto is the rock because you won't tear up the grass when it rains. Mm-hmm. But we don't have anything in, in weather. So you would think they would maybe take somebody would donate some money and you would cover one of the two practice fields right. and uh, install something. And when you look at what South Alabama has, just go on their website. And, you know, Hancock Whitney Stadium is brand new. Beautiful. But when you look at some of the things, I mean, you, you look at our volleyball facility. I know it's a little question right now because of some of those funds and state auditor and all that stuff. <laughs> but you look at what that is. That's way better than what we've got football wise. Right. And so right. yeah, it's it. To Kelly's point, you you lack some of those alums that could possibly step up and do well, it. What we need is that Kelly J. Sander indoor practice facility. Kelly, will you take a check? <laughs> no, I've done that before, Kelly. I'm, I'm not. I'm not making that mistake again. No. Now, Bob, you're not supposed to be telling people that. <laughs> All right, but, 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 Jeff. One other one other point. Go ahead. The Jeff Bauer Center too. The Jeff Bauer right. Education Which is very Center. important. That's, That's right. That's right. Yes. Uh, one minute left, Luke. I'm getting a lot of questions about how can I how can I see the game. I thought I could see it because I found Stadium TV on my Roku uh, systems, but. You're telling me no. Is is there any update as to how people will be able to find the game tomorrow? It's so it's on FSN, which is Fox Sports Network. Um, I'm being told that if it's Comcast, it's channel 1251. Uh, Jody Lott told us yesterday to his best bet on DirecTV, it's 649. Now, you're going to have to look. The best thing to do is go to your local listings and go to 130 tomorrow, and that's how we found that it was on on Comcast. There is a slight chance you can watch it on on, uh, watchstadium.com. I'm not telling you to do this, but there are plenty of services, streaming services out there that offer a seven-day free trial. Hmm. And for those of us that... You know, look for things like that. Investigate that tonight, and there may be some streaming streaming options out there that will allow you to do that. I did not tell you to do that, but you will probably be able to find the Southern Miss game. Are, are you yeah. suggesting that you take the seven day free thing and then six days later decide you maybe don't want it any longer, Luke? Is that what you're saying? If they didn't offer it, I wouldn't take advantage of it. But it may or may not have been why I was able to watch Logan Cook and the Jacksonville Jaguars last night on NFL Network. I got you. And, and you can go to 4th Street with their, all the other Southern Miss fans. There you go. Yeah, just come to 4th Street. Just there we do that. go. All right, more from 4th Street Bar Grill. Eagle Hour wraps up another week. Conference USA picks right after this. Tuned in to the Eagle Hour. The Eagle Hour. Southern Miss to the top. Last segment of the week brought to you by Toyota of Hattiesburg, located on Highway 98 in Hattiesburg, Mississippi, or online, toyotahattiesburg.com. Also tell you about T-Bat and D1 Training, located on Highway 98, slash Hardy Street in Hattiesburg, Softball and Baseball Academy, as well as Personal Fitness Center, get you in the best shape of your life. D-Bat and D-1 Training on board with the Eagle Hour. Get on board with them. 
Appreciate their sponsorship. Luke Johnson, live from 4th Street Bar and Grill in Hattiesburg. Bob in the First Bank Studios in Hattiesburg. Kelly J. Sander continues to join us on the phone. A couple things going on tonight. Southern Miss, Tulane at 1.30 tomorrow. But tonight on Super Talk Hattiesburg 97.3, Caleb Hamill on the call for uh, Presbyterian Christian. They entertain Columbia Academy. Randy Butler, of course, longtime coach at Southern Miss, head coach out at Columbia Academy. They come to Hattiesburg tonight. You can listen to Caleb beginning at 6.45. I'll be in Ellisville for Laurel against South Jones. Ryan Ernest, who coached with Todd Breland, comes to Ellisville. Uh, Todd Breland, the head coach now of South Jones, and you can listen to that game on Super Talk Laurel 99.3 or supertalklaurel.com. Great games going on tonight. All right, guys, lots of great games going on this weekend. Let's start in Conference USA with some picks. Conference USA begins began last night, UAB, with a shellacking of South Alabama, 42-10. to Another game tonight on CBS Sports Network in the Alamo Dome, 0-2 Middle Tennessee against the Roadrunners of UTSA. Kelly Center, who you got? UTSA, the surprise of Conference USA this year. I'll take the Roadrunners all day long and twice on Sunday. I'm with you, Kelly, and I love the defensive coordinator out there at San Antonio. How do you not uh, cheer for the? How do you not cheer for San Antonio? Coach Nix. Yep. Roadrunner six be, and a half point favorite. I will go with UTSA. Yeah, and Coach Nix didn't he? Luke used to coach at Middle Tennessee. Yeah, he did actually back yeah. in the day. He did. Yeah. Um, before he went out there. So, all right, tomorrow at twelve noon, FIU at Liberty. Liberty seven and a half point favorite. Kelly. What did you say? Did you say Florida International? Oh, FIU. Okay, FIU. Okay, I thought you said something else. I was going to move. Hold your tongue. All right. um, uh, I I will take Liberty. Spreading gossip for the third time this week, Bob. Who you got, Kelly? FIU at Liberty. I got Liberty. I got the Flames. Uh, Easy, easy win for Liberty. I like Liberty too. I got Liberty, too. The Flames, uh, FIU, in their first game, will not be able to shut down Hugh Freeze offense. 230, UTEP, who, guys, because the NCAA this year, you said yesterday that no matter how many games you win or lose, you're bowl eligible. UTEP, bowl eligible right now. Put it on social media for the first time since 2014, UTEP at Monroe. Yeah, the bad news is they're bowl eligible, but they'll probably go to the Sun Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> That's the bad news for you, uh, Who are they playing? Uh, Louisiana Monroe. Monroe. Oh, wow. Oh, I'll take, I'll take the Warhawks. Well, I was on UTEP social media last night, as everybody in the country, of course, yeah. is uh, every That's day. Right. And so I'm going to go with UTEP. Oh, Bob. Yep. I don't know about I'm that. I'm going with right. UTEP, too. They will improve to 3-1. and one. Now, here's a tricky pick, three guys. 6 p.m. tomorrow. Houston Baptist at Louisiana Tech. Houston Baptist uh, gave who was it everything they wanted a couple weeks ago. Texas Tech. Yeah, there you go. But but I, I'll take the Texters. I'll take the Bulldogs to win at home. And who Most was it? Is a pretty damn good football team too, as yeah, I recall. Texas Tech. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, I got to go with Tech. Yeah, for sure. I'll go with Tech. It'll be a lot closer uh, than what some people think. Georgia State at Charlotte. Hmm. Boy. That's a tough one. Um, I'll take Georgia State. Luke, can I can I go with the Raiders? No, I'll take. Uh, oh. I'll take. Ouch. I'll take Charlotte. 
You can go with the 49ers because that's their mascot, actually. Will Healy will have them ready to play. They'll they'll win that one. All right, most important pick in college, Tulane at Southern Miss, 130 kick. Oh, boy. I know, right? Do we want to be politically correct or do we want to be accurate? That's what this comes down. I want the I heart think, of Kelly Center. Man, I, I really want Southern Miss to win, but I, I just think Tulane's just too good for us right now. It hurts my soul to say this, but I, I right now just have no confidence in the defense at Southern Miss, and Tulane runs the ball very effectively. Uh, I have to think the Green Wave are going to win. I think it'll be close at halftime. I think Tulane will stretch the ball out in the third quarter. Southern Miss probably loses this one by about 10 points, I think. All right, one time, one, uh, time for one pick in the NFL. Nick Mullins and the 49ers go to the New York Giants, Kelly Center. Boy, the 49 as good as a job as I think Nick does, he's got so many weapons that are hurt on both sides of the ball for San Francisco. They are really banged up horribly. The Giants are not great, but I think with the injuries that San Francisco has, I'll take the Giants at home. I think the Giants are so bad that the 49ers win on the road. Nick's going to throw three touchdowns. Watch it. It's going to be good. I hope so. I hope so. All right. That wraps it up. We, Kelly and I hope you enjoyed our catfish, Luke. We think it's pretty shameless how y'all handle that. Making yeah. slate. It's think actually we a couple more pieces. There. Yeah, yeah I'll, I know. I'll I know. take those catfish. Yeah, and, bring them over here. And Elsie's probably sticking yeah. fillets in his pocket as we uh, as we wrap up the show. He is. I'm sure. Uh we had a good time. We're glad to be back at 4th Street, and uh, we thank Slade for having us down. The three of us will be back Monday. Go Eagles and Southern Miss. To the top. To the top. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.